0: my life, I have been faced with many different circumstances, and some have called for me to be persistent, and others have called for me to be consistent. I am learning that when it comes to the area of my prayer life, I don't have the luxury of choosing either or. I have found in order for me to hear from heaven, I must both be persistent and consistent simultaneously, and so do you. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today we will be continuing with our five-part series, The Power of Prayer. Let's wrap. Part three, Persistent and Consistent Prayer. It is not hard to see that we now live in a time where most people have no idea what it really means to be persistent. Many times, we are so quick to throw in the towel at the slightest sign of trouble, one negative comment, or disagreement too often we are ready to quit. Well, if that's you today, this list wrap is for you. Or just maybe you're the person who's struggling to maintain consistency in your life. You find that your attention span is just not that long. If you are the person that just at the thought of repetition, your boredom meter flies off the chart, then I'm talking to you. If you're that one that finds doing the same thing over and over again is as painful as having your tooth pulled? Yes, I'm talking to you. Or maybe you're the person where right now your life is feeling like a constant roller coaster ride. I stop by to tell you today it's time to get off. This Let's Wrap is for you. Our scripture today will be coming from 1 Corinthians, the 15th and the 58th verse. We have covered this verse before on past Let's Wrap. This is one of my favorite verses. As I began to study the scripture, I realized that this particular verse encompassed both of our words that we're dealing with today in this one verse. Let's take a look. The King James Version reads as thus, be steadfast. In other words, it's saying be consistent, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. As we take a closer look at the word steadfast and what it means, steadfast means loyal, faithful, devoted, reliable, steady, consistent. Is that not our word? Consistent and persistent. Remember, we're talking about persistent and consistent prayer. As I begin to think of an analogy that I can compare the word consistent to, I was reminded of a rooster. Yes, that's right, a rooster. I grew up a young girl in the country, and one of our neighbors raised chickens. But guess what else she had? She had an old rooster. That old rooster would crow every single morning around the same time, no matter what. He was consistent. Even though we lived quite a ways off, I could hear that rooster crowing Over the whole hill is what we called it. You know, sound travels when you're in the country. And that rooster would set the alarm every single morning around the same time. I couldn't help but wonder, how could he be so consistent? How did he know what time to crow every single morning? Well, as I prepare for this study today, I found out that we serve an awesome God. Already knew we served an awesome God But I found out just how much more awesome he really is. You see, when our Heavenly Father created a rooster, he placed what's called an internal circadian rhythm inside of them, which keeps him crowing on schedule even when the lights are off. Now, someone may be asking, what are you talking about, Elder Walker? What is a circadian rhythm? A circadian rhythm is defined as our body's clock. It is the cycle that tells our bodies when to sleep, when to rise, when to eat. It regulates many of our psychological processes. This eternal clock that's in our body is affected by our environmental clues like the sun and temperature. Researchers have confirmed and published these findings that although the roosters can crow at any time, the majority of their crowing operates like clockwork in 24 intervals. The time that their bodies knew to be morning based on the sunlight that they had last seen. Now, I don't know about you, but when I first read this, I couldn't do anything but get excited and think about how awesome is our God. How awesome is our heavenly father that if he can add a circadian rhythm to a rooster so that the first thing that it does in the morning is give him praise. How much more has he put in the inside of you and me? I'm telling you, church that just like he put a circadian rhythm in the inside of that rooster, we also were created to give him praise. As I begin to think back on last week's Let's Rap, Elder Michael gave us an acronym for prayer, P-R-A-Y. He taught us how to go to God in prayer. First, just like that old rooster, We should get up every morning and give God praise. We should not fail to thank him for everything that he has done and everything that he is continuing to do in our lives. The next thing we should do is we should go to him and repent. P-R-A-Y. Repent of our sins. Next, ask him for what it is that we need. And last but not least, yield so that we can hear what he has to say to us. God longs to communicate with us. He has since the Garden of Eden. Remember in Genesis, the third chapter, the Lord God used to come down and walk in the Garden of Eden in the cool of the day just to talk to Adam and Eve. They had full access to God until sin separated them from him. Not only did sin separate them from him, but sin also separated us. And ever since that day, we have had a desire and a longing inside of us to be reunited with our Father. Believe it or not, that longing that's inside of us, that desire that won't go away, is our very own internal circadian rhythm that the Father has put inside of us. That circadian rhythm continues to give us a desire and a longing to be reconnected, to be aligned to God. The master clock maker. Many people spend years trying to move to the beat of their own rhythm. And many of those years are spent unfulfilled. Why? Because they continue to try to fill it with other things. They're continuing to try to fill a spot that's been reserved only for God. They're filling in with fame, fortune, notoriety, education, and none of these things alone will help keep us in alignment with God. It's only through his son, Jesus Christ, and his Holy Spirit working in us that keeps our circadian rhythm in line. It allows us full access to be able to commune with our creator through the power of prayer. You might not be aware that prayer is our time to communicate with God, but he doesn't just want us to come to him when we're in trouble. He wants us to be persistent and consistent in our prayer life. When I look back at our scripture again, 1 Corinthians the 15th and the 58th verse, let's read it again. It says, be steadfast, immovable, meaning persistent, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So it's our job to be steadfast, to be consistent, immovable, meaning persistent, always abounding in his work. Immovable. What does immovable mean? It means fixed, secure, stable braced, incapable of being influenced by feelings, unable to be moved from one's purpose, unable to be moved by emotions. Wow. That said a whole lot. Immovable. God wants us to be immovable. He wants us to be persistent. Persistent means not giving up, determined, unflagged, continual, never ending, relentless. Since we use an analogy of the rooster on the word consistent, I thought it would be only right that I use another analogy for the word persistent. So what did the Holy Spirit give me? The word that came to mind would be a mosquito. Yeah, that's right. A tiny little midget like fly. Some would say an insignificant, pesty mosquito. Yes, a mosquito. But as little and as insignificant as some may think it is, it is persistent. I love fishing. So often I'm out in a wooded area, a pond or a river. I have found they love water. They are attracted to water, it's their breeding ground. It is there that they can multiply. Movement, I learned, attracts them. They can see their victim from within 30 feet by locating. Changes of waves of light around them. In fact, our sweat will attract a mosquito because they need the water to be able to reproduce. And once they have been attracted to you, they are relentless. Have you ever had one just singing sweet nothings in your ear? Yeah, you know that annoying sound. Bzz, bzz. You can flag him off all you desire. Guess what? He comes right back. Continually determined not to give up. Research have let me know that they are naturally attracted to areas of high humidity levels. They love, they thrive in high humid areas or heat. I have been bitten so many times. I have learned over the years, it doesn't matter what I have on, whether it's a long sleeve shirt or pants, they are unstoppable. They are determined not to give up until they get what they came for, blood. The thing that I admire the most about these little creatures is no matter how small they are, you're going to feel the effects of their bite during and most certainly after they have bitten you. As I continued to study this, God began to speak to my spirit. He began to say, now Shanina, why can't you as a my people have the persistence of of a mosquito. They have no doubt where the source of their strength comes from. They know it comes from water. Why is it so hard for my people, saying that they're born again believers, being much more important to me, seeing that I've made you in my likeness and my image? You're way more important than a mosquito. How is it that you not know that me, your heavenly father, is the living water? that you so desperately need to survive the living water that we need to be able to produce the fruit of the spirit that he has already placed inside of us. We need to water it. We need more love. We need more joy. We need more meekness. We need more temperance. We need more long suffering. We're going to only get that through prayer. We're going to only get that through consistent and persistent prayer. The Holy Spirit continued speaking to my heart and said, how is it that a tiny little mosquito can see the movement of us, his victims coming from 30 feet away by locating the waves of light around us, but we being the light of the world can't see the movement of our enemy standing right in front of us. Wow. That's exactly what I said when the Holy Spirit began to reveal this to me. We have to grab hold of the mosquito persistency and refuse to give up. The Holy Spirit began to speak to me and said, Shanina, you need to have the persistence of a mosquito. Even when your enemy comes and he tries to flag you off and take you off of your purpose, when he's trying to flag you off and take you out of your persistent and your consistent prayer life, You need to be able to be determined to pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Your life is at stake. Your children's life is at stake. Your grandchildren's life is at stake. Your mother's life is at stake. Your father's life is at stake. Your nephew's life is at stake. There's someone out there who needs a healing life is at stake. You have to be persistent and consistent. I'm telling you, church, this study did something to me. I would have never thought that I could learn so much from a rooster and a mosquito. My research continued to tell me it says movement attracts a mosquito to his victims. Well, if we're going to have the persistence of a mosquito, we should know that, well, the the movement of our enemy should attract us to prayer, not just any prayer, but consistent and persistent prayer. Many times in our lives, when the enemy start moving, we want to give up. Many of you listening to me today start looking for relief in a sexual partner, an alcohol bottle, drugs. We turn to anything and everything except our circadian rhythm that God has put in the inside of us. There is nowhere around it. There is no shortcuts. We have to be aligned to the power of the spirit of God and be persistent and consistent in prayer and watch God move. The last part of what I love about my research. As I begin to study about persistency of a mosquito, it says that they are attracted to areas of high humidity levels. They love the heat. They thrive in heat. Throw them in the midst of heat, they're right in their element, right where they want to be. So why is it then that when the heat gets turned up in our lives, we fall out? The Bible tells us in First Peter 4 and 12, beloved, Think it not strange concerning the fiery trials. In other words, what is he saying? When the heat gets turned up or when trials or tribulations or troubles come your way, don't think it's strange. That's our time to thrive. That's our time to show what we're really made of. The Bible says, don't think it's strange as though some strange thing had happened to you. But know it's just a testing of your faith. Just know that your, te- your faith is going to be tested. How should we respond? We should stand firm. Be persistent. That's our time to see exactly how much heat and humidity we can stand. It is going to prove how strong our faith really is. I don't know about you, church, but if ever there was a time where we needed a consistent and persistent prayer life, now is the time. If we be honest, very few, if any, have a daily consistent and persistent prayer life. After all, we live in a world full of distractions. The number one goal of our enemy is to keep us so busy. We don't have time to lay before the Lord like we should. Prayer is a powerful weapon against our enemy and he knows it. That's why he fights us so hard. When we pray in the spirit, we have power. The Bible tells us that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much avail means to gain, to benefit or take advantage of when we pray in the spirit, God's spirit open doors and closes doors at our command. Our prayers rule the enemy. He knows it. It gives heaven authority to move on our behalf. If you want to hear from heaven, it is a must that you be consistent and persistent in prayer. What am I saying? I'm saying we have to take every opportunity to acknowledge our weakness and our need for the Lord's mighty help in our life against Satan. Total dependency upon God must be a consistent attitude of our hearts, both in difficult times to make us quickly run to God when we're in trouble, but even more so in prosperous seasons where we are tempted to be self reliant. We can't afford to get in the spirit of self-reliance. It is this line of thinking that always causes us to forget our need for God. The Bible makes reference to over 640 prayers throughout the Bible that There are many examples of believers who were not only persistent but consistent in their prayer life. For example, Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a man of prayer who responded in his crisis by calling on the God of heaven, refusing to come down. Nehemiah remained persistent and he prayed with boldness, humility, and power. Nehemiah walked in faith as he combined consistent in prayer with persistent in his actions. The Bible tells us faith without works is dead. It is important that we do the same. We must be consistent and persistent. Another quick example would be Hannah. Hannah, she was barren. She traveled to Shiloh, to the temple of the Lord, and at the entrance of the temple, she prayed to the Lord for a child. The Bible says she prayed so intensely that the priest rebuked her, thinking she was drunk. Once she explained that she wasn't drunk, but she was praying, the man of God blessed her and asked God to grant her her request. What I like about Hannah is prior to getting her blessing, she didn't care what anyone thought. She was not afraid of being vulnerable or looking foolish in the eyes of men. She needed something for the Lord and her persistence paid off. Number one, she was persistent in her turning to the Lord in her time of need. She didn't get in a hurry. She didn't go before the Lord. She didn't do like Sarah and give her handmaid over to her husband. No, she was persistent in waiting on the Lord and pray before God consistently, uh, intensely until she got what she needed. Number two, after she received her blessing from the Lord, her consistency in praise and thanksgiving to the Lord helped her keep it. Number three, not only was she persistent or was she consistent, but she was faithful because of her faithfulness and what she had committed to the Lord. She made a commitment to the Lord that if he blessed her with a male child, she would give him back to the Lord. And this is what she did. And because of her faithfulness, because she honored the commitment that she made to the Lord, the Lord blessed her womb with not just one child, but the Bible says, she received three sons and two daughters, way beyond what she could have thought or even imagined. Ephesians 3 and 20 tells us, Now unto him, unto God, who was able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. She had to go to the Lord and she had to ask. And our God is just a big enough God, quote, that he can do abundantly exceedingly above anything that we can ask or even think in our little finite minds, according to the power that worketh in us. I want you to know church today that what is that power that worketh in us? That power is the same power that activates our prayers. That power is the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you today, God. We thank you for this powerful lesson that you have given us. God, we thank you that you're teaching us how to pray, God. You said that Jesus set the example for us to come to him. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. God, we just love you today. We praise you, God, for teaching us, oh Father, that prayer is the key, oh God, that there is power to prayer, God. You are that power, your Holy Spirit living inside of us, God. Give us the power that we need, oh God, to ignite our prayers, oh God. That you said in your word, Father, that whatever we bind in heaven will be bound on earth. And whatever we loose in heaven will be loose in earth, oh God. And we can ask what we will, oh God, according to your will, and it shall be done. God, we declare today, God. We stand on your word, oh Father. We trust you, oh God, ever the more, God. Teach us what to do, oh God. Teach us how to pray, oh God. God, we thank you for letting us know, oh Father, that prayer changes things, oh God. If we want to see change in our lives, oh God, we got to seek your face, oh God. You said, call on you, oh Father, and you will show us great and things that we know not. So we thank you today, oh God, for beginning to reveal yourself to us in the spirit, oh God. Teach us the art of warfare, oh God. Teach us, oh Father, what to say, what to pray, what to do, oh God, in these last and evil days, God. We need you like never before, oh Father. We pray today, God, for everyone under the sign of my voice, oh God. We ask that you would touch today, God. Move by your spirit, oh God. Heal, God. Deliver today God, set free oh God, reclaim backsliders oh God, we bind the works of the enemy We take authority over your Satan right now with the blood of Jesus, every demonic force, every hindering spirit, everything that's not like God. We call it under submission today. We bind you in the name of Jesus and we cast you back to the pit. The blood of Jesus is against you. God, we thank you for giving us a prayer life, oh God, a consistent prayer life, a persistent prayer life, oh God, giving us a hunger and a thirst for your word like only you can, oh God. We love you, Jesus. We need you, Father, like never before, God. We trust you, O God. Though you slay us, yet shall we trust you, O God. We seek you with our whole heart. We call on your righteous and holy name, O God. God, you say, if you before us, you're more than the whole world against us, and we trust you today, God. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. God, we love you and we praise you. We bless your holy name, God, for it is in you we live, in you we move, in you we breathe, in you we have our being. We are nothing without you, God, but we can do all things through you that strengthen us. So, Lord, we love you, we praise you, we bless your name today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Praise God. I do hope you have enjoyed the lesson on today, letting us know that we must have persistent and consistent prayer life. Also, keep your eyes open for next week's lesson. Elder Walker is gonna bring us the powerful lesson on praying in the spirit. I believe that we have gotten off to a great start already. He is going to be talking about the power of prayer and praying in the spirit. So we want you to tune in for next week. Keep your eyes open for our future podcasts. Continue to listen, continue to like, continue to comment and share the podcast. And if you're listening by way of podcasting, you have not yet clicked on our Facebook page. We do want you to be a part of our Facebook family. We want you to go to Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. We do give away supporters, give away from time to time. If you support this ministry by listening, liking, commenting, or sharing, we do put your name in a drawing to give away wonderful gifts. So we want you to be a part of everything that we have to offer. We also want you to know that we here at Yasha Ministries, which means young and sharing his anointing, thank you so much for listening week after week after week to our less rap podcast. We also want you to go to our less rap relationship group page and click on that as well to be a part of that. We talk a lot about relationships and we're posting things regarding relationship. So we want you to be a part of all of that. We don't want you to miss out on anything that God has to offer you. Just know that I and elder Walker love you, but God loves you more. Have a blessed day.